In episode 88, we talked about imaginary play. Today, we're going to continue with part two on that. Play dress-up. Part of that is because Halloween is coming, and part of that is because it is just good information and good for us to understand how powerfully play dress-up influences our kids. We're also going to talk about how you can use play dress-up to your advantage and your child's advantage, and to build more of a team within your family. Does your child have a speech-language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do and how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech-language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned because In this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee, along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. This is one of the primary things that parents enjoy learning how to be able to do when I go and help them with coaching. Being able to use the imaginary play of their child to read what it is that their children are doing and to be able to enter the children's world and use what you see and experience to be able to connect with them and also get your things done and help your kids to join you. This is a very fun thing to do in coaching, and if that is something you would like to learn how to do in your family, contact me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com. Now, let's get started. What are the benefits of the creative imaginative play that comes with playing dress up. It builds your child's ability for being flexible, for being creative in a social type of way. It improves emotional development because there's so many situations that they get into, maybe with other children and maybe just with the activity where they have to interact. And maybe that's with you at home. Because their pajamas are Spider-Man pajamas, which means, of course, at bedtime, they are Spider-Man. Motor skills are improved. Language skills are improved. Communication skills, all of it gets practiced, and what we practice, we improve. Your child learns to relate to a character or to a situation, to look through the eyes of another and behave as if... 
Pretending increases a child's ability to think on their own and to think for themselves without being told what to think. So it also builds a child's ability to solve problems. When a child is role-playing, the dress-up clothes help them to really connect with what it is that they are imagining, what it is that they're pretending. The clothes, the costume, is a prop, and that prop helps the child to keep their attention to task and stay focused on who it is that they're being. It helps them, when they stay focused like that, to create the empathy, the the ability to look through someone else's eyes. All of this improves listening skills and language, communication, and speech. This kind of creative play is vital to a child's development. And in just a few days, there is a big dress-up holiday coming around for people. And of course, that is Halloween. Now, whether or not you celebrate Halloween, you can understand the value for a child in playing dress-up. Early childhood educators, speech pathologists, and child psychologists, and all of us that work with young children, we encourage a lot of imaginary play, dress-up play, and creative play. And I think I just gave a good list of why. And if you want to hear more why, go listen to episode 88. And now, as I lean into play dress-up, what does it eventually lead to? Well, eventually, it leads to understanding careers, doesn't it? But it's more than that. Because sometimes our kids will be a dog or a cat or a bear or a hamster. So what it really is, is that children are learning what people do or the animals do. And then how do they do those things? What does it look like? How does it feel? How do I move? All of those questions, I don't even know that the children actually ask those questions in their head. They just go into the exploration of those things as they do it. Ultimately, what ends up happening is that they find out what they like and dislike. They find out what it is that they want to identify with and what they don't want to identify with. It's a way that they're starting to get to know who they are and who they are not. For your child's brain to develop and encapsulate all of the ideas that they're having along the way and to be able to integrate the exposures that they have in their storybooks and in their videos, to put all those things together, to connect the dots, play dress-up, is a huge help. Costumes do not need to be fancy, though, for our children. Of course, some are really fun, but they don't have to be fancy for your children to really enjoy it. And now a story, a true story. When I was raising my kids as a single parent, I often needed their help. And when they were small, when they were about two and three years old, I noticed how much that they liked costumes. And somewhere along the way, as more children came and these ones got older, I noticed that they started to copy me and dress like me. I also noticed that they wanted to dress like the characters in the stories and books that they were seeing. One day, I had an epiphany. I thought, they're enjoying Cinderella. 
I wonder if I put an apron on them, if they would be helpful in doing chores the way Cinderella was doing chores. Because I saw them on the ground. They took the kitchen towels, and they were on their hands and knees scrubbing my floor, but they weren't using any water, so of course it wasn't making a difference. So I thought, I wonder if I actually give them some tools that are really going to be useful, if we both can benefit. Voila! It was one of the most magical discoveries of raising my kids. My kids were getting life skills because they were learning how to do some chores. They were getting playtime together because they all interacted as characters. We had fun as a family because we would sing while we worked, like in some of the Mary Poppins songs. And an apron to put on for me in order to join them when they're being Cinderella or whoever it is that they're being was something that I could easily do. It created so much delight for them to have me involved that they worked really hard at being able to do the task that Cinderella did. Over time, I started understanding how to use characters to help me teach my children the physical skills that I wanted them to learn. We all want our children to know how to be safe crossing the road, to eat neatly, to do the dishes, sweep the floors, and all of the other life skills that we eventually want them to learn. The glorious thing about play dress-up is that kids don't really outgrow it. Look at theater departments. Look at acting. At all ages, people like to play dress-up in whatever ways they do it. So I decided to steer it. One year they had seen the Olympics, and they wanted to skate. So I took the mismatched socks and put socks on their feet. I put soapy water on the floor and told them to skate. They had a fabulous time, and my floors got cleaned. Their balance improved. They learned about motion. They learned so much in those fun and simple activities where I got to benefit too. So parents, here's my gift to you today. Think about what you want your child to learn. And then, is there a character in any book or movie that does that thing? If so, do you have some clothes that would represent that person or character? Maybe you just put a hat on the child's head that is like this character. And then you say, you are this character. And you start to role play. If you come alongside the child and do the activity that you want them to learn, and they are that character doing the activity that they need to learn, they will have fun and you will have fun. And you will be more successful more quickly. Now, I challenge you to do it. And for those of you that take the challenge, I would be so delighted to hear from you about the experience, what you did, and how it happened. Hey parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children? I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. 
Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.